Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Live on SEN Track. Welcome to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Kickstart your day of racing. Have breakfast with the Kiwis. Head to loveracing.nz. Good morning. Welcome to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Jordan Canellas with you. Good to be in your company yet again for another weekend of racing. A big weekend ahead. And um, we've uh, we've had to bring in Matt Cross. Such a big weekend it is that we've brought in race caller Matt Cross. Butchers away this week. He's enjoying himself over in Australia, as a matter of fact. But Matt Cross is in the chair this week. Matt, it's good to speak to you. How's things? Yeah, really good, Jordan. Uh, we were about to kick off the biggest couple of weeks of the year here in Christchurch with the Cup Week Carnival coming up. We've got a, a really good trotting carnival uh, at Kaikoura. A lot of your Australian uh, listeners would have seen the the big, dra- big uh, the backdrop of the sea at the Kaikoura track. I think personally, and I'm a wee bit biased. It's the most picturesque racecourse in the world so we're looking forward to getting there on on Sunday and Monday then through Melbourne Cup Day on Tuesday which is massive across Australasia and then through to our Cup Week Carnival so things starting to uh, really heat up Jordan over here in New Zealand. Absolutely what's uh, what's the race you're looking forward to the most this weekend? Well, look, for me, it's probably the Kaikota Cup on, on Monday. It's always been one of those trotting races that's one of the key lead-ups into the New Zealand Cup Carnival. It often attracts a massive crowd. For those that haven't seen it, the, the entire inside of the track is just smothered in caravans and, and people. There's probably more people on the inside of the track than what it is on the outside. And I think in terms of a, a feel-good moment, being on a racetrack, it doesn't get any better than that. So looking forward to that. And yeah, tomorrow uh, out of New Zealand, we've got a couple of strong thoroughbred meetings as well from both Matamata and Awapuni. And yeah, hopefully we can find you a couple of winners on the show today with our guests. Absolutely. Speaking of, Tony Pike is going to be on the program a little later on. We'll chat to him one of the leading trainers. But our first guest on the show this morning, Breakfast with the Kiwis, is Editor-in-Chief of Race Form. It's Dennis Ryan. Morning to you, Dennis. How's things? Good, thanks, guys. How are we all going? We're going pretty good here, Dennis. Nice for you to be able to uh, join us on the show. I guess your your main role nowadays rests as the editor of the, the wonderful magazine that we get sent out here every Thursday, Race Form, but you're obviously still playing a, a big part around the, the Matamata area, so uh, you sort of rest your time between both of those things nowadays. <laughs> yeah, but like that. Not much time to spare either, Matt. No, I, I still, I've been clocking gallops at Manana for 20 years now without fail, or unless, you know, uh, unless it rains that much, I can't see them, but, um, and I've... Um, been chairman of Manamata for for seven years, but I'm back on the board. I'm on the board now. I'm only a I'm only a mere board member now, but it's still heavy involvement. It's good fun. It's all uh, pretty racing immersed around here. We are in Manamata, but uh, that's okay with me. 
How are the the Group One runners coming together? Those that'll be uh, jumping on the transport down to Christchurch for the, for the upcoming Group Ones. Is there anything at the moment that's uh, standing out to you on the clock there at uh, Matamata? Yeah, well, Pierre, he's the favourite for the for the uh, Albasti Equi World uh, 2000 Guineas, and uh, he did some some steady work uh, the, on the, during the week. He's really looking great for uh, for the Weatherly Stable. I think it's a justified favourite. His form stacks up well. They made the made the call to not go to Tarapa last Saturday for the uh, start memorial. They're happy with where he's at, and I think he's on target to go a big one. They'll actually all fly down. I think it's next Tuesday, Matt. Uh, there's a flight going out of Auckland, which will take the bulk of the northern horses down, plus some of the standard breeds for for um, for Addington features as well. Yeah, we're looking forward to that. Looking forward to having them down here as well. And uh, he certainly does look a. Uh, a strong hope there in the 2,000 guineas. Okay, Dennis, we've got uh, three meetings in the north across today and tomorrow. First things first, out of Mata Mata. Track's currently a soft five. Do we see any change to that in the next 24 hours? Not between now and and then, if you're talking 24 hours, Matt, but we're all waiting. We'll, we'll see what the weather's going to do. There is some weather coming through, we know that, and it could be of some significance, um, hopefully towards the latter part of Saturday. But right now, we've uh, the track has had 10 mils of irrigation on Tuesday and Wednesday and another 8 mils yesterday, Thursday. The moisture content is at 40, 40%, which puts it in the what, what our track manager has decided is, is the best place to be, given there is some rain in prospect. So we want to set it up for that to be able to manage it. And uh, we've got big fields all day. It's a good 10-race program, and we, uh, we're looking forward to it. And it uh, won't be as big as our Arrowfield Stud Stakes Day um, Plate Day three weeks ago when La Creek showed her stuff. But um, it'll still be a very interesting race. There's a lot of depth in the program too. Yeah, obviously you'll be cheering La Creek on tomorrow as well. Are you feeling that she'll be able to uh, handle the Aussies in her trip over? She should. Um, she's got Jay Mack on her side, which is great, and James went out and rode her in a nice workout at Mornington on Wednesday, which Katrina Alexander, who's been there since last week with her, was very happy with. James was happy with what he had under him, and why wouldn't he be? She's a quality race mare. Uh, she's drawn midfield. Um, there's, the forecast in Melbourne isn't look, uh, looking the best. There's a slow track there at the moment too, I believe, or a soft track. Um, but she handles cutting the ground. And all things being equal, I think she can step up and win the Empire Rose Stakes um, without being too biased there, Matt. Yeah, I'm sure the, the Kiwis will be cheering uh, both her and Sharp and Smart, uh, amongst others, on there in the derby tomorrow. OK, you feature there tomorrow as the Richards Not forgetting Racing Mr. Maestro. Limited. Exactly, Mr Maestro. If he can overcome the draw, he's going to be a big hope there in the derby as well. And I guess too, Dennis, just before we move on, they're both bred for, for, the, uh, for the trip, so no reason why they won't see it out. Yeah, um, Sharp and Smart's a laid-back Redwood gelding, takes everything in his stride, and he needs to too, given the backup from the Spring Champion Stakes win last week, which was a, such a brave performance and a good ride by Huey. Um, James McDonald is on board there. They've got the draw to take a nice sit and, and have all that Flemington straight to, 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 to come at them. Um, they are both bred that way, and Mr Maestro, he's by Savabeel out of a half-sister to a derby winner in Lion Tamer, a VRC derby winner in fact, and he's had a He's had the ideal prep, I'd say, and uh, just a shame about that draw, which will um, could uh, could 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 put him in a bit of a spot. But um, I'm sh- I'm sure that uh, Damien Lane will take care of business there. 
Yeah, we'll be cheering them on, absolutely. Uh, at 4.08 New Zealand time tomorrow, Dennis, the Richards Racing Limited 1300 is your feature, and we see the return of the very good performer Dragon Queen out of the Moroni Gerard stable. How's uh, she coming up? Yeah, nice work here on Tuesday. I like the way she worked. Um, she's had one trial as a prep. Um, she's in here with 57.5, Cameron Lamister right here. Cammy was back in action first time in two years at Rotorua yesterday. Had a couple of placements, so he's getting his eye on well. I do like the top weight, Ali Cat. She's at $4.50 on the TAB right now. Uh, she gets a three kilogram claim with Kelsey Hennon on board, who's a very good three kilo, kilo claimer. She drops to 57. I think she'll be the one to beat after having no luck in the um, Swainese Stakes at the last start. Quality mare is our Ali Cat, and I really think she's the one they've got to beat. A couple of solid rating 75 races, Dennis. Uh, how do you see race six, the NZB ready-to-run trainer series over 1,200? Got a couple of uh, smart performers there fresh up. Is there anything catching your eye as we build into race six there tomorrow? Yeah, the class horse of the field has obviously pinned me up. It's her first start um, since winning the Cracker three-year-old mile at uh, back in January at Ellerslie. Uh, she had a wee problem at the time. They had to back off her and deal with it, and she's come back well, though. She'll be better for it, but once again, she's got the three-kilogram Kelsey Hannon factor. Um, she's drawn the ace. She'll probably get back a little bit odd picking, and there's there's a lot of depth to this field. Her stablemate, Fashion Shoot, I think is certainly one to watch out. For rank from the Alexander Stable, having a first start since a, not a very rewarding um, brief Aussie venture, but she's got quality, but she's drawn <laughs> off the track, unfortunately. Um, and elsewhere in the field, hey, look... Um, uh, You've got Sassy Merlot fresh up, uh, Cote de Bone, who needs to improve, but I think he's capable of it. Uh, so it's, 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 a, it's, it's, a, it's quite a form puzzle, this race, I might say, Matt. Um, but uh, if you're looking for one to, 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 to pin your hopes on, well, what better than pin me up? What about race number nine, the Harrigan Dericklo Memorial? This one a rating 75, this time over the mile. How did you sort this field out? Yeah, I think Supreme Khan is the he's the top weight here. Um, he's got the form to say he can win. His work's been sound. Um, Marchand, um, a very promising staying three-year-old last autumn. He um, was a bit ahead of his time, but he still did a good job in some good quality three-year-old racing. He's had one run back for Lance Noble. He's got uh, the South African um, newcomer Warren Kennedy on board. It was great to see Warren get a winner last week at Tarapa in his second day at the races here, and he's a He's going to be a real asset as a premiership when he's that African jockey. So Warren has been well supported by Lance Noble, being from the Karaka area. Um, so he's he's in the mix as well. Um, and and Achieve is a quality four-year-old now from the James Wellwood stable. At one run back for three, she could well start favourite Achieve. She's got some big plans ahead of her and she gets in nicely here at 56.5 too with Ryan Elliott on board. And generally, Dennis, I notice, um, particularly at this time of year, around your Saturday maiden races, speaking about race number four there tomorrow, that something decent normally jumps out in each of the maiden races that we have on Saturdays. And you've got a maiden three-year-old over 1,200, which seems to have a pretty handy field assembled. You've got 13 to run, quite a few Mark Walker runners in there. Has there been anything catching your eye and track work ahead of race four tomorrow? Yeah, I do like number nine, Shanghai 10 there, Matt. Um, has a draw over 1,200 metres, drawn two. Uh, the form is good enough. Um, there's always likely to be something pop out of the woodwork in these sort of races. And, and But I think that she's a Savile filly um, 
who um, wears the Waikato stud colours where she was bred. Um, and uh, she's a definite improver. She's uh, certainly one that we can see come out and do things. She's had a trial win since uh, she's fresh up here, but she has had a trial win of recent times um, about three weeks ago. And uh, I think from what she's shown us and what she has going for her in the way of pedigree and all that and connections, I think she can um, um, she can do the business here. But it's a, it's a, it's in the other know, two meetings, obviously, we've today we've got... Uh... Go ahead. Yeah, sorry. If I could just point to a couple of others in the day, there's a very exciting horse in race three in the Cody Cole race in 1050. Well, you know, trained by Cody himself. La Verite, number seven. The TAB opened her at a generous 230, I thought. She's into 210 now. Uh, she she blew them away at Ruakaka on debut. She's drawn one over 1,050 metres, and I don't say they won't see which way she went, but she's got the quality. Big favour of Mare, who um, had a late, was a late starter, but she's one to watch, certainly. And if you want a Cornella to start the day, go for RJ's fight, number one, and number three, SBR, in the first. Beautiful, Dennis. That's what we get you on for, a bit of oil, and we wish you all the best there uh, tomorrow. And you keep up the good work with uh, race form and then obviously giving us uh, the good leads in from the Matamata track. Thanks for your time today, Dennis. All the very best, guys. Thank you. Dennis Ryan with us on Breakfast with the Kiwis. Always a pleasure to have him on. We'll take a break. We'll come back on the other side of this and we'll have Tony Pike with us next on the show. You're listening to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Loveracing.nz, your home of New Zealand thoroughbred racing news, previews, reviews, profiles and more. Well, welcome back to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Jordan Canellis here. Matt Cross is filling in for Butch Castles this week. We had a chat to Dennis Ryan before. SEN.com.au is where you can go to podcast this program. Our next guest on the show now is leading trainer Tony Pike. He's with us to have a chat about his weekend ahead. Uh, morning to you, Tony. How's things? Yeah, good morning. Everything's great. Thanks. Tony, Matt here. You've got a couple of runners across both meetings tomorrow between Awapuni and Matamata. First things first, Providence provides. Have you got an inkling as to which meeting you're going to head with her? Uh, she'll head to Awapuni, Matt. Um, I'll pull out of um, Matamata this afternoon. She headed off um, about an hour ago. So she'll head down to Awapuni for the Red Crows Bowl. Yeah, 1,400 metres for her first up run. Did uh, that please you? Yeah, happy enough with that. Um, forced to run her on a synthetic. She's a mare that really needs a good track. She's a very big action mare. And uh, just for our really wet spring, it's been a bit of a struggle to uh, get her to the races. So uh, first up on the synthetic, not her preferred surface, but try, uh, raced well, um, take a natural improvement out of that. And sort of maps well tomorrow, so I think she'll be very hard to beat. You've got uh, Rock and Nono fresh up in race number four there tomorrow as well. What are we expecting there? Yeah, he's another one who's trialled up very well, um, been held up by the spring weather as well. Um, hopefully uh, the rain stays away uh, until later on tomorrow afternoon in Palmerston or through the forecast. But um, obviously he's only a 67 rater, but um, it looks like a nice suitable race for him. Uh, he won on a premier day at Ellerslie, I think Derby Day, and uh, he's very forward in condition. He's been a work a fair while waiting for a good track and uh, should be hard to beat as well. What do you make of your Fielding Gold Cup chance in Rapid Falls? Um, probably just uh, peak, just coming into peak form at the right time. Uh, I'm really happy with the run at Rapid uh, Second up at uh, 1950, because he just had to, had to produce early and um, 
probably has peaked on her run the last bit. So third up at the 2100 metres, uh, she'll get back in what looks like a very fast run race. Uh, but she'll be closing it off hard, and she's uh, she's not far off a off a win, and uh, should have a very good season once we um, get into some of these cups races off a lightweight. Okay, we look forward to your three runners down there at Arbor Pooney. A little bit closer to home for you and a couple of runners. Firstly, race number five, uh, Magic Show, comes up with uh, Barry number seven. She looks like she's knocking on the door. Yeah, she's knocking on the door. She's a good, honest filly, or good, honest mare. And, um, yeah, she's another one that's sort of been hit a little bit by the wet tracks uh, when we've raced on the grass. But uh, uh, her form on the synthetic's been good. Um, I think tomorrow with a bit of track surface, she should... Uh, put herself sort of up near the speed and should be hard to run down. And what about your debutante in race number seven, a son of Darcy Brahma, keen as a bean. What can you tell us about uh, this one? He's a lovely big scopey horse by Darcy Brahma. He's uh, probably just been a little bit new uh, in his barrier trials. Um, he's trialled up nicely without uh, sort of looking spectacular, but he's worked extremely well with the application of blinkers. I think 1,300 metres first up will be ideal. Uh, probably a horse that uh, will run well tomorrow, but probably won't follow once he gets up over a bit further, uh, sort of at a second and third start. Yeah, OK. It's, it's sort of that time of year where you kind of think start thinking about uh, your three-year-olds being potential derby runners a little later on in the season. Is, is he one horse that we could follow potentially to get to that sort of level? Uh, yeah, look, just how far he'll get, not quite sure. Um, probably a stable mate um, horse that's in the... Maiden 1400 on Cup Day called Tidal Force. Um, he's one to follow on Tuesday. He's one that could definitely progress through to a race like that. Uh, but no, a lot of my three-year-olds just waiting in the wings now that the tracks have come right. And, um, yeah, no, we've got some really nice horses there sort of moving into the summer months and um, obviously hopefully targeting some of those nice staying three-year-old races. I know the Australian listeners always like hearing from you, Tony, and uh, hopefully you found us a winner or two there across the two meetings tomorrow. Thanks for your time. Cheers, Matt. Tony Pike with us here on So this uh, Tony Pike. Go ahead, Matt. <clears throat> yeah, I was just going to give you a couple of winners before we go, Jordan. Do please you want do. a uh, winner today at, at Methven? Yes, please. Absolutely. So we, we've got grass track racing, a twilight meeting today at Methven. Um, I, I'm sure that you'll have a few thoroughbred followers looking to try and make a little bit of a kissy for uh, the, the coming a couple of days of, of what looks to uh, to be a pretty big weekend on the punt. But today at the Methven Harness, I've got a couple for you to follow. In race number two on the program today, a horse that's driven by John Dunn, one of our leading drivers over here. Number nine, Beyond a Shadow, is currently a $6 chance uh, here with the TAB in New Zealand. So you can play that horse, I think, with a bit of confidence. And the other one for your, your each way back is today, Jordan. Race number three, number seven, Harry Belafonte. He's $16 into $12 currently, and I think he might start a little bit shorter. So uh, your listeners can have a little bit of a dabble on those two today uh, out of Methven. Lovely. Have you got uh, got any tips for the uh, for the Derby or the Melbourne Cup coming up this week in Australia? Look, uh, it's very hard to go past the confidence of Graham Rogerson in terms of the Derby around Sharp and Smart. I think in his mm. post race interview after he won the other day, 
uh, he was asked, will he win the derby? And he was quite comfortable just to say, yes, yes, he will. And I think that he, the way that he relaxes, he can handle any sort of ground. He's got a beautiful action on him. So looking forward to seeing him in action. And also Lark Creek as well in the Empire Rose. She's a really, really good mare. And she dealt to them at Group 1 level here last time out in New Zealand. So looking forward to seeing how she performs. And at the moment for me, Jordan, the Melbourne Cup is an absolute lottery. I don't know if you guys get to take easy bets over there, but that might well be the way to play it and try and lob yourself a, a slice of a $50,000 trifecta or something along those lines. Matt, it's always a pleasure having you on. We'll chat to you again on the program soon, I'm sure. Enjoy the weekend of racing ahead, both uh, in New Zealand and, of course, Australia as well. Yeah, thanks for having me on, Jordan. Good luck to you and everybody on the punt there over in Australia and uh, go the Kiwis. Absolutely. Breakfast with the Kiwis back again next week here across SEN.